0: So I want to talk a little bit about um, faith healing. The subject of faith healing has come up a lot in the recent days, weeks, months, due to the mass hysteria following the outbreak of cases of coronavirus or COVID-19 in America. Um, And I suppose in some ways this leads us into a discussion about prophetic ministries in the United States, but um, specifically faith healing has seemingly hit a, a new high with a lot of America, American evangelicals, uh, Pentecostals, non-denominational type Christians. Um, and it's a strange thing because it doesn't seem to, it, it defies reason in that the the fact that people are still getting coronavirus and not being healed of it by simply being faith healed, I guess you could say, being prayed over, um, kind of shows what these people are peddling and... The fact that it's, it's not working should lead one to believe that it would lose traction. But it doesn't seem to. Um, I can, you know, on Facebook I have a lot of uh, Pentecostal uh, faith healing type friends. And, you know, those are sort of the fringe groups of Christianity that, you know, every Christian's got those friends. We all know it. Uh, we all know those people, but they seem to have a singular focus on the fact that rather than using the tools which God has provided in this modern day, namely doctors and uh, you know epidemiologists and people that deal with this sort of thing and have God-given abilities, one could say spiritual gifts. Um, no, no. If you simply pray over this person, lay hands on this person, that it's a much better treatment than using um, using the the doctors and their methods, and the methods of modern science to combat this thing. I just find that strange. I find that strange that it, it continues to have so much traction. Also. You would think that in the event of an outbreak like this, with none of the so-called prophets in America having called out this virus months or even years before, that people would be leaving their churches in droves calling them charlatans and hucksters. But that's not the case, not at all. It brings to mind all of the early American evangelical preachers, and um, and you know more recent ones who have talked about the end of the world and have predicted it, and every one of them has been wrong. You can look this up online. There's many um, there's many cases of it where people said that the end of, world, end of the world was coming in such and such year, and it just never happened. And then they pushed it off, and people. Not only didn't leave their church, but their congregations grew, in many cases. I don't know if that says something for American gullibility, or if it just, if it just, if it just shows that people don't don't want to face facts at face value. Um, for me. My Christianity is very, I guess you could say condition-based, and I think I'm in alignment with St. Paul when he says, if Christ is not raised, then uh, your faith is in vain. Basically saying there's no point in believing if Christ is not raised. This has to be true. The things that the Bible says, and that the prophets say, and the disciples say, they have to come true. If they don't, we know it's garbage. Um, I think that American Christianity has lost that conditional, if this is not true, then it's garbage, kind of theology. Um, And that's a problem. Now, I'm not wanting people to leave the church. No, no. I am a Christian and I believe in the resurrection. I believe in the miracles of Jesus. I believe in in the prophecies of the Old Testament and the New. I do. But I also know that those have to be true in order for this whole thing to work. I just don't know how you could square one of these Quote, modern prophets end quote when their prophecies don't come true in the Old Testament if a person was found to be a false prophet they were to be dragged outside of the city gates and stoned to death it was that serious of a charge and yes we don't live in the Old Testament this isn't the Old Covenant but that's a problem when people don't hold their modern prophets to a rigid standard. Jesus himself was very clear about how his disciples were to act and how how their message was to be distributed. It wasn't just a good lifestyle. It wasn't just something to clean up people's acts. No, we had plenty of things for that. There are religions all over the world that can do a great job of that. Um, This has to be true. If it's not, then there is no point. Then might makes right, and eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. Coming back around to the initial point, (laughs) look, I do believe that miracles still happen. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't, but I do believe them to be rare And I don't think any one person has that ability for the rest of their life. Jesus gave that power to his disciples. And I don't mean just the 12, but disciples meant a lot of different people that were with him. Not the apostles per se, but disciples that went out from the apostles and such. Um, But that age did pass. And they were there spreading the word through these acts, yes to give people um, a sense of the power that was behind the word. But once the word went out to the four corners of the earth, it didn't seem that there was any true uh, reason, any real reason for um, continuing to perform miracles in such great abundance. I myself have never seen a miracle. And I am often very skeptical of people who say they have. Because for one thing, we live in the Western world. The Western world, I wanna say the Western world doesn't have as much of a use for the miracles that are used in the Bible. The third world, uh, without modern medicine, and with extreme poverty and diseases and things of that nature, they definitely have a need for miracles to step in in a much greater frequency than than we seem to. Um, And for that reason, I, I can honestly say that I have never heard the audible voice of God. I don't need to, I have the word for that and I have never seen an actual miracle. There's things that I thought might possibly have been miracles, I'm not sure, but it's, it's, it's touch and go at best. I wanna leave with, uh, with this. Those who seek to do the faith healing and continue to trust the prophecies of those who did not prophesy that this coronavirus would take off. They've got some accounting to do. They've got some looking, some some soul searching to do because if that's what your faith is based on or if that's the power behind the faith that you look to, remember, it was Jesus himself who said, "You evil and adulterous generation who seek for signs and wonders." If it's not shaking you to the core that your so-called prophets didn't predict this and now can't faith heal people out of it you have a real issue and I would encourage you to find an orthodox type uh, Christianity that holds to the sufficiency of scripture and one that doesn't need to feed on the enthusiasm of the spectacle find those churches there are tons of them and go to those churches and be renewed in the Word, in the sufficiency of Scripture. Don't rely on these hucksters and stop giving your money to money-grubbing televangelists. That in and of itself is enough to um, to convince me that these people have some real issues when they're when they're constantly asking you to pledge money to them. They're just trying to grab your money. It should be obvious. Anyway, that's my two cents, and I appreciate your time.